millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we found out about the Honduran Maradona and a we prank... Did. We did. That, uh, that kind of got out of hand, which was, was a very fascinating story from journalist uh, Kieran Morris. We uh, organised a lovely charity event for the League Managers Association <laughs> did. and brought you the draw live on air. More on that later on. <laughs> uh, what else did we do for you today? We had our bits. Oh, we had a bit of a chat. Fun, Paul. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we, of course, as always. And uh, Rob Orton joined us for Celebrity Combination Live. He did indeed. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charles. Good afternoon, Paul. Can I start the show with a controversial moment at uh, at the lane the other day? Oh, yeah. Uh, watching the Spurs-Everton game. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a half-time break and uh, we all t- retook our seats, but my mate's son had not re-emerged because uh, he okay. was queuing for a beverage. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, he's going to have to neck that if he... Because he's about... Sort of, he's not 15, I think. He's sort oh, of right. 23, 24. Okay, yeah. He's going to have to neck that if he wants to see the second half. Yeah, yeah. And he returns, and I thought he's had a cup of tea. Sits next to me, lid comes off. It's a Bovril. And oh. I just said, we had a little consensus. All the fans are, too early for a Bovril? The feeling was yes. I mean, we've... Oh, because we've, oh, it's not winter. You yeah. mean too, too I mean, early in the year no, not, for a Bovril? Yeah, too early in the year for or a too Bovril. Too early in the day. No, not too early. <laughs> or, or, I only have a do Bovril want, do you want a past Bovril? 11. Oh, no, not for me. No, it's too early for me for a Bovril. No, I meant too early in the year. Um, see, I mean, it was about 16 degrees, you know, about 16 in the old money the other day. Some people, as some people call it, a beef tea, Paul. Some people call it that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've got a friend who calls it a beef tea. That's quite appalling euphemism. (laughs) But I've never heard it called that. Never heard it called a beef tea? You never never heard my top tip with a Bovril port. I must have told you this a hundred times. Put a bit of cream in it, milk? No, put a bit of horseradish sauce in it. Well, Tastes like a roast dinner. Now that was uh, Harry Pearson's book, wasn't it? The, was it the Far Corner or the Second One, where the bloke you put used to put the little carton sachets of milk into his bovril? Did he? And he got the look of disgust. He said, "It creams it up, Ooh, doesn't it?" Is it That's not the point, though, is it? <laughs> put milk in bovril. Too early for a bovril. Well, we're getting there, Paul, isn't it? The clocks go back. Maybe what, you, you're having a clocks go back moratorium. He's sitting there basically in a sweatshirt and he's drinking bovril until you've got a couple of coats on. You're not drinking bovril. Not in my world, anyway. I don't know. I could be wow. wrong. But, uh, be so there, controversial. Quite strong on it. Quite strong on uh, it. A few things to get you going on. We're going to talk F1 first. Oh, Jean yeah. Haas yeah. of the Haas Racing Team. Sounds like she runs swimming, Slimming World. <laughs> Jean <laughs> Haas. Come along to the town all this week. Jean Haas. Uh, <laughs> I've had a bad week. She'll weigh you. I've had a bad... It's a, it's a, it's a man, by the way. You do okay, know yeah, that, yeah, Jean, yeah, Of course I yeah. know that. G, uh, G, uh, Jean with a G. So, um, he's been pretty uh, blunt about Mick Schumacher, okay. who a friend of mine met a little while ago, who said was a really lovely bloke. Oh, nice. I, mean, I mean, this is no slight on him as a, as a, as a human being, mm-hmm. but he hasn't had the greatest time of it since he's been uh, driving there. So they asked Gene, 
um, about Mick, and uh, Gene said, Mick has a lot of potential, but you know, he costs a fortune and he's wrecked a lot of cars that have cost us a lot of money <laughs> that we just don't have. Oh, right, so, yeah. if, you know, if I was reading between the lines there, I think Mick should maybe not going to be picking up a bit of minicabbing work anytime <laughs> yeah. soon. It's not looking good. Yeah. Um, so, I just wondered if, um, if, yeah, damning indictments, if you've ever suffered or handed one down, but if oh, you've yeah. ever suffered a damning indictment, the score. Um, report was always good for that, wasn't it? Oh, yes, of well, course. Know, the yeah, kind yeah. of C-plus in games, or a subject that you were, say, bad at or something. Enthusiastic, say, I used to get a lot. Always does his best. Yeah, enthusiastic. Always does yeah, his best. Yeah. Not woodwork, I was terrible yeah. at that. I got big chunks out of my hands and... <laughs> Chisel, you know, rubbish. I was completely yeah. rubbish. I played the tuba porn. I was not. You played I was the tuba. Really enthusiastic at it. Really, right. <clears> but <throat> I didn't practice, and I was not that oh, good. I think your parents are delighted you didn't practice. I bet your neighbours were delighted you didn't practice. You can sort of hide on a tuba though, because you sit at the back and you play the odd note, and you can sort of hide until we went. I went on a tour of France. Yeah. Um, with a with a wind band, with a county wind band, because no one else played. Right. And, and you uh, played Dilib's tuba concerto, did you? It was it was the tuba the, heavy. The person who ran the wind bands had to come and sit next to me and play yeah. the euphonium to double up the tubas. It was double tubas, Paul. Oh, it's wow! It's a double poo- tubas Tuesday. Well, what about that? A tuba moting, of course. Um, <laughs> orchestra footballers? Is that what we're doing? No, we're not. Are we oh, do- good. Are we? Are oh, we good? Doing that? Well, we are now. Okay. Doing orchestra. If you're saying tuba mo- moping, you have. Yeah. Moti- you have you have uh, opened us up to orchestra footballers. It looks like I probably have. Yeah, yeah talksport.com, yeah. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet. T- t- I don't even want to say T S H and J. Yeah. What about this overnight then? The the uh, the Ballon d'Or last night and um, Eve Bassuna. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, producer Eve, John. Eve, but oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well done, the producer. <laughs> The um, yeah, uh, Timpany Cahill. Yeah, that t- is that's his full <laughs> name. Timpany Ream. That's his, course, that's yeah, his yeah. full name. <laughs> there we are. Um, so it's put me right off now. All I'm doing. Oh, all is you're thinking, thinking now is orchestra. But the the reason uh, what's the beast shouting things in my ear now? Let me concentrate on the matter at hand. <laughs> Obo Femi Martins is what he just said, Paul. But move Obo on, Obo Femi yeah, Martins. Move on from orchestra okay. footballers. Right, Beth Mead, second last night, the Ballon d'Or. Fantastic yes. uh, achievement behind Patella. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was quite a close call after yeah. the season she's had. But she was there with her teammate and partner, Viviana Miedemar of Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And um, a photo caption said, uh, basically, Viviana Miedemar and her friend, basically, <laughs> yeah. was her plus one. Yeah. Apparently, Beth Mead has laughed it all off and said, oh, it's not a problem. Yeah, lovely, beautifully captioned photograph. Um, saying she was at the she was the guest yeah guest despite <laughs> coming guest. second about all the best players in the uh, in Europe marvellous yeah, well done with everybody there so a bit of plus one action we you've, have, you've been a plus one Charlie. I was a, more or less a plus two <clears> really my <throat> friend was uh, my friend was married to someone very famous he's yeah. quite famous but he was married to someone very famous right and uh, he would he got they got invited to an audience with Neil Diamond wow. on ITV yeah. she couldn't go I became his plus one so you were a plus two effectively a, basically a plus he two he was the plus one yeah and you were in sort of the, the celebs bit of that wow, you know when they have good, people asking a question did the camera find you laughing at Neil's gags yeah. or oh, his yeah. anecdotes hey I'm singing along to America you <clears> know. yeah Marnie yeah. top were you the only one on your feet 
stamping your foot and punching them in blue jeans. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite, yeah, quite a lot of marching songs he did, didn't he? Yeah, they are. Quite yeah. Maybe that's, a, did he have a military background, Paul? Is that? Don't know. Don't know, who knows? He's of an age, isn't he? Money. I've got no idea. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just very quickly, you've been inundating us with these. I mentioned Eric Tuba Moteng earlier on, and Charlie yeah. said, oh, we must have your orchestral football. I said, no, no we mustn't. We must, Paul. Well, it's clearly the, taken, give the people what they want, and, clearly, they, and this is what they want, orchestral football. You've taken no notice of me. Piccolo Torre, well done, Mark. That's very good. John Obo Mikel says Craig the Arsenal. Very nice. Fan. Let's not forget Marcello. You oh. never want to forget your cello, do Very you, Gary? Nice, no. um, the one where uh, Gary Tchaikovsky. James, James, James Tchaikovsky. Where did that come Gary. from? <laughs> <laughs> Gary. James Tchaikovsky. That's a really good one, Ed. I'm sorry to kill it. Yeah. The one that's got me and Charlie uh, is from Joe Hubbard. Banjo Shelby. When was the last orchestra that had a banjo player? It'd be great to meet someone. You meet someone at a bar. Yeah. Banjo player, mate. Yeah, yes, yeah. 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 And um, what sort of, what do you play? Sort of sort of 20s bluegrass, jazz, is it? 20s jazz. Just, what is it sort of? No, orchestral, mainly. Do you get a lot of work? Oh. I don't get any work, but I insist on just playing orchestral banjo. Vivaldi's Four Seasons on the yeah. on, on the on the banjo. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We mentioned earlier on Thomas Frank and Roberto Deserbi kind of going at it on the touchline the other day. And now again, the managers, they do kick off with each other. Yeah. It's normally, as they say, handbags. And it never goes that far. They shake hands at the end, as, as those two did. So uh, we just wondered whether maybe the, for the uh, Football uh, Managers Association, the Premier League managers, could all come together for a kind of... Uh, a, a white a, a boxing, boxing exactly we see these YouTube fights the managers take these... take each other on over sort of three rounds yeah. you know they're all in good nick three three minute rounds three three minute rounds they can wear club colours if they want or what they wear on the sidelines if they want yeah if you're Patrick Vieira you're wearing the claret and blue you know, and the blue full shorts. club shop stuff if you want yeah. or the suit all the money being raised going to the league managers association pep in that cardigan thing he wears that I worry about in the rain Charlie we need to do a draw we're going to do a draw why don't Lovely. we do a draw Very now good let's, let's see the 10 it's, it's going to be 10 bouts on the it'd be a fantastic night raising a lot of money for uh, the League Managers Association Benevolent Fund Charlie are, are you us... thinking are you thinking in a in an arena Paul or a, not or an arena, not no, arena no. it's quite a select do people oh, okay. buying tickets okay and uh, paying a lot of money for them for a, for a selector. It may get televised, sell the TV, right? Andy, uh, sorry, Charlie, give us the first name. First name is... First, first manager coming draw, up. First, first name... First bout of the evening, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. First uh, is uh, Pep Guardiola for out first, drawn Pep early, Paul. Guardiola, yeah, OK, early. I'll draw the second name. Yeah, very nice. We'll fight. Um, it's Roberto De Zerbi. Wow. OK. Wow. Yeah, wee. Roberto De Zerbi, we've seen in action. If uh, people want to suggest boxing names for... The managers, managers, that'd well, be nice, I mean, wouldn't it, Paul? You, you, we certainly could. Give us the next okay, one. It's Sorry, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers. Wants an extra strong gum shield. He's paid that much for those teeth. He doesn't want any of them knocked out, does he? Really? Brendan the... Who's something Rodgers, let us know what Who's you think. Who's Brendan fighting? He's right. Graham Potter. Oh, is he? oh what about oh. that? Okay, so Graham Potter. That's a good Potter. one. Very nice. Height and reach, I'd say, of, of, of uh, the Potter. Brendan just, will be in, in there, will Yeah, it? Brendan in, will be, yeah. Just in. body shots. Next, oh, Steve Cooper is the next fight. Steve, Steve Cooper. Cooper, the Nottingham Forest manager, if he's on his way Super to the game, Cooper. his way down to Brighton, Steve, you will be fighting Gary O'Neill, who's done a brilliant job I mean, if so had, far. I mean, if he hasn't got the ex-Torquay United, of course, Gary O'Neill. Yeah. So, Must good luck to him. So that was the next fight, Charlie. Is Eric Ten Hag. Eric Ten Hag. Eric Ten Rounds Hag. Oh, yeah, there's only three, I'm afraid. This is just <laughs> a bit of fun. We don't want anybody getting hurt. 
He takes okay. on Patrick Vieira. I oh. think we're in catchweight territory <laughs> there, aren't we? Really. No one wanted Vieira. Big Patrick. Maybe no you'll get maybe as a proxy you can get Roy Keane to come in and fight for him, Eric Ten Hag. Put him on the coaching staff. Who's next? The Pride of Scotland, David Moyes. David Moyes. David Moyes will fight on the evening. They will fight Eddie Howe. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's a nice fight, that. I wonder if uh, it'd be like Ken Buchanan. Will it be in the tartan trunks, David Moyes? Yeah, you think Eddie Howe's nice, and then he gets that look in his eye. Then he'll get that, yeah. He won't like him when he's angry. a knife from his sock. I don't don't know about that. Um, (laughs) Who's next, Charlie? Mikel Arteta. What a bit far there, Sorry, Eddie, if you're listening. Mikel Mikel Arteta. Arteta. Mikel Arteta will fight on the evening. We had no derbies, you notice that? No, not yet. Marco Silva. Oh, that's okay. nice, isn't it? He's, a, he's quite brooding, isn't he, Marco? Yeah. He's just, he won't touch gloves before the fight. No, I like He'll that. just stare. I mean, the battle, battle of the hairlines. Yeah, I could, that would be. That would, who's next up, Charlie? It's in this Jesse Marsh. Fictitious. Nice guy. Jesse Marsh. The nice yeah. guy act. Yeah, Jesse Living Marsh. Living in America. Okay, Jesse Marsh will fight. Jürgen Klopp. Ooh. Okay, well, that's uh, it's an interesting... Very uh, interesting. Another shouting in his ear. Hefty gum shield. There Good job he, he ditched the glasses. Um, who's next? It's Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Under pressure at the moment. We'll fight Antonio Conte. I think oh, we're nearly nice. there, aren't we, yeah, Charlie? Just nice. two more to go. Yeah, here we go. Okay, uh, Ralph Harsenhutl. Harsenhutl, Ralph Harsenhutl will fight Thomas Frank. What about that? We'll fight uh, Thomas oh, Frank. It'll be Thomas Frank. Nice. Yes. And do we have any left? Yeah, one, one last one. Yep. Steve Davis, of course, at Wolves at the moment. Temporary, yeah. Poor old Steve. He might not fancy this because, you know, he's only temporary, but he looks like he's up for it. Frank Lampard. Oh, well, I think Steve So what an evening of that. boxing That's we've got. Great. What are the standout bouts, would you say? We've got Pep Guardiola, Roberto De Zerbi, yeah. Brendan Rogers, Graham Potter, um, Steve Cooper, Gary O'Neill, Eric Ten Hag, Patrick Vieira. I think yeah, that'll... That'd be nice. Yeah. Mikel Arteta's fight sounds good. With Marco me. Silva. Marco Silva, David yeah. Moyes, Eddie Howe. Not the grudge matches, but that's, a, that's the nature of a draw. Exactly. Jesse Marsh, Jurgen Klopp, uh, Stephen Gerrard, Antonio Conte, not the hair, um, Ralph Harsenhudel, <laughs> Thomas Frank, Steve Davis, Frank Lampard. So uh, tickets will be going on today, won't be going on sale. <laughs> but we will take your nicknames. LMA will want nothing to do with it, but we think it's not a bad idea. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie surprised us all earlier on. I don't know if... Uh, uh, Did I? Warm-up. Well, I don't know if warm-up uh, listeners know about this. I never knew you played the tuba, Charlie. There's nothing I've not tried to do, Paul. I didn't say I played the tuba well. <laughs> I can play like I can. I could fake it if I what, if what I had one ear. I could sit here and you'd think well, we can play the tuba. Every, and then if you pushed me beyond that, every tune has a kind of go-to. You know, I saw someone the other day saying they play a bit of sax, and they said, "Yeah, I play all the regular yeah. stuff." You know, uh, Baker Street. So there's a go-to tune. Yeah. If you play the clarinet, probably Ackerbilk Stranger on the oh, Shore, yeah. isn't it? Really, or Say Hello, Wave Goodbye. <laughs> So, um, but if you play the, the tuba, tuba yeah. is there a go-to song? It's uh, the um, uh, the policeman's song from uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. You know, a policeman's lot is not a happy one. <laughs> so, is that, could you play that on the tuba? I could play it on the tuba if we had right. one here and the music. I could play it. Have, Have we, we got, got one here? I'll ask, I'll ask the producer. We haven't got a tuba lying around. I think um, uh, no, Darren Bent normally brings his in. He, yeah. He normally brings his tuba in. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't he normally there. So maybe you can borrow his and have a go. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you could get one into a Premier League football ground? I think you'd struggle, a tuba. You? I wonder what the attitude would be <laughs> of the steward. <laughs> As the lino's going up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving a bad... <laughs> really low note. Sousaphone's what you want. One of the ones... A sousaphone's the one that goes round you. You go inside oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, they can't... Uh, if it's part of you, it's like you're being attacked by a boa constrictor. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. Just like the idea of a steward's face if you rock up with a tuba. Yeah, like... Well, you, you got 
there, mate. Yeah. What, what does it look Phil like? New Orleans marching band trying yeah. to get into <laughs> into a football yeah. match. Yeah, be all right. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I said, I stupidly said, Eric Maxim tuba moting, and then yes. Charlie turned it into a. Fantastic uh, call topic. We had all this stuff. We do all this big meeting before the show, don't we, Paul? Yeah. And then we go on air, bang, we end up getting Piccolo Ture. The best one is Banjo Shelby, as we said <laughs> earlier on. We've not met many orchestral banjo players. Uh, on the same uh, note, really, um, what about this one? Accordion, accordion Dublin. Any, any accordions in, in an orchestra? There must be something. There know, must be some sort of French orchestral bit that's got a bit of accordion in it. I guess I don't yeah. know. Francis has been in touch, but we had the hedge laying championships on earlier on. We of spoke course, about we it, spoke yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Well, Paul, as I've got no, this is Francis. As I've got no chance of getting a ticket for my beloved Spurs match at Bournemouth on October 29th, oh, I'm off to the hedge laying championships instead of yeah. Spurs away. He's going to well, the hedge laying championships. You need a lot of points to get because Bournemouth only you only get about a thousand uh, tickets. I think if you're in a away oh, well, fan yeah, for that game, because it's a yeah. small ground. So you've yeah, got to have, yeah. you know you've got to basically gone every home and away game for about thirty five years, and then you get the Bournemouth away game. But he's just looked at the website and he thought he's going to give it a try. But no VAR, of course, in the. Uh, in the hedge laying championships. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's good to hear. Very nice um, indeed. Jack Grealish didn't get on the other day, did he, as far as I can remember? Don't think um, so. But he's tried, he's, he's, he's gone, um, he's, he's tried a bit of cupping. Remember cupping was all the rage a few uh, oh, what, years what, ago? To, to get your muscles going, like, yeah, a, like that sort of that's thing. That's right. He yeah. had a hot cupping session did recently, he? and we saw pictures of that. Yeah, went for the alternative therapy. Involves hot glass jars being placed on the skin. <laughs> uh, it's an ancient form of acupuncture which yeah. uh, originated in China, said to increase blood circulation and detoxification Ooh, sounds nice a post sort of Marb's uh, trip for Jack yeah. on. not that he's had one he's obviously been looking after himself I can't stand it in a massage when you go in and it's like someone really do a really light job like just sort of brushing you about and you, there's the music on. You going I can't to the stand right, with the you're going the, to the right place <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand the music because yeah. the music gets into my head. Mm. So if I hate that, if they have that sort of plinky plonky music with rainfall in the background, yeah. I'll just get too into that and I can't, I cannot relax. The best one I ever had, best uh, best massage I ever had was from the Argentine rugby team. Well, all physio. Of them. <laughs> all 15 of them in a line. They all turned up. <laughs> they all did five minutes each. Weren't you over? One of them on my arms, you know, yeah. one of them, no. The Argentine, he was a tiny little fellow, about five foot one. Yeah. Oh, I'd have married him, Paul. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'd have married him there and then. <laughs> <laughs> he had magic in his hands. <laughs> he really did. He, it was like a concert. Really did. He was like a concert violinist. Yeah, I'm nervous, Paul. I'm nervous. We got. We have got the FA Cup dart, um, replay tonight. And it's a big match. It's a big match for talking. Yeah. If, we, if we win, a we huge get, prize. If we win, we get Derby at home, which couldn't have get. You couldn't get much bigger game in in league. In in the FA Cup first no. round, it probably it's will be the TV game, won't it? We've not, think. yeah, we've not had a good cup run in about four or five years, maybe even longer. Mm. And we're we're playing, we're playing ten years, I'm told, ten years. Um, we're playing, uh, we're playing tonight, and uh, I'm just just too nervous about it, Paul. Yeah, I can't, can't go. I'm not going. You're though. working. Aren't I'm you? working, but it's good because I've never seen us win any of the big games. Oh. I've always been there when we've lost. <laughs> but whenever, whenever we've played for like a promotion or a big. Big knockout cup tie, or whatever. I have never said. I'm like absolutely t- terrible. So terrible. keep you keep away from. The ones st- I won't be there tonight, which means we'll win. Which means we'll win. Well, look, you'd be delighted to know that Hampton and Richmond chairman has has been in touch. Okay, oh, that's and nice. He's going to join us in about an hour for oh, a few minutes. Thrilled about that, yeah. just to try and get you in the mood oh, for great. this big game. I mean, it's a great. huge game for them as well. It's a bigger game. I for don't them care because they're further down the food chain than you. Yeah, aren't I don't. They? I don't care. 
It's a club of the great history, great comedy yeah, history. I don't care. Alan Simpson, one half of Gorton and oh, Simpson, yeah. who wrote the um, uh, wrote Hancock, Hancock and yeah, yeah, Steptoe. Yeah. He yeah. was uh, was a, a director there, wasn't he? I think he's honorary president. There's he the is. Stand, the stand isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been yeah. there. We, I watched Torquay beat them in the National League South. Yeah, and Alan came on a couple of times on the show, and he was in that role and uh, and, and spoke to us. I hope they get thrashed tonight. Really thrashed. <laughs> I hope it's like five nil at half time, and then yeah. like ten nil at the end. When was the last time you were in the first round proper? You, can you oh, remember? Well, no. Well, we, we played Crawley Town in the first round proper mm. about three years ago, two or three years ago, and we were we were. I think we were 4-1 up and we lost 6-5 or something right. stupid like that we, they scored about three goals about two oh, I can't get into it it's depressing when it affects your whole life doesn't it when it's well, not going that well exactly it affects your whole life drags your whole life down Maybe a and cup, then I have to come in and talk about it for a living a cut run is what you need and we need a cut run that's yeah. what we need come on you goals <laughs> Okay, well, we will chat to uh, warm you up for that a little bit later yeah. on. The chairman has been in touch, he's going to come Good on. Stuff. I played um, five aside with the lads last week, the uh, the talk sport lads. Last yeah. week, there is fun. an H and J team now, yeah, isn't there it? is. Yeah, and thankfully, H and J aren't playing in well, it because they're quite good. I'm yeah. hoping you're going to turn up like gaffers, you know, big well, long you, coats yeah, or something. Big coach, yeah. Uh, I wore full kit, Paul, full yeah. kit shirts, shirt, shorts, socks. What do you think of that? I think there is an unwritten rule as an adult that if you're going to go and play five a side, you do it in unmatched gear. A bit like Boris Johnson going for a run. Yeah. Like I'm, you've just I'm done it, you got dressed in the dark. I don't like unwritten rules. I like written rules. Okay. But I also like... Well, it's in the written rules as well. <laughs> I, like my, I like being my own person. Yeah. And I like representing the team I support. You don't, Would you go to a game... Would you go? Say you weren't working tonight. Would you yeah. go to the Hampton and Richmond game tonight in full kit? Imagine if the whole, including well, boots. This, I've, this is a good idea, though. I've got. You know how they have non-league day and they have all those sort of a good fundraising day. Mm. Would be. I'm going to call it. I won't say what what it means. I'm going to call it FKW day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone wears full kit yeah. to watch the game, to watch the match. Shirts, shorts, and socks. Yeah. And everyone. So everyone in the crowd is in full kit. To what end? For charity. Oh, for charity. Okay. For charity. FKW Day. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine if Imagine if all the Torquay fans tonight did turn up in full kit. Yeah. It'd be brilliant, wouldn't it, Paul? Yeah. It'd be brilliant. Would you go in full Spurs kit on FKW Day? We're raising money for you know one of the big charities. One of the good any, charities. I haven't got any Tottenham socks, Charlie. Well, I'm afraid I have to invest in Get in some. the club shop. Yeah. Maybe they sell the socks yeah. as part of FKW Day, and that raises money. The last money. time I bought a shirt, the socks cost the same price as that shirt did uh, now. You really. could buy some white socks for two quid. Yeah, that's not the point, is it? It's not full kit. That's sort well, of it looks like full kit, kit though, doesn't it? It doesn't work. Well. Anyway, get on board. FKW Day, I'm going to get it going. Until someone says, sorry, Charlie, what does FKW mean? And then, <laughs> then First interview. What then, does FK... Okay, yeah. Then the club want no away. part of it. Um, okay. Viv- Vivaldi Anderson says... Paul, I know, I didn't put his name on it. Ralph Harson Flutel. That's quite oh, that's good. That's very I nice. Like that. Yes, we should have made a team of these. Should have done Jürgen, Jürgen Kloppensteel, says Dave from County Mayo. And beautiful part of the world. Oh, was yeah. uh, there a little while ago. Um, Graham Sax says JC in Failsworth. That's not sax, too bad. Yes, orchestral so, saxophone. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Were you a fan of the prank, Charlie? Uh, depends if... It depends what happens with the, the victim of yes. the prank. Uh, I don't know if I particularly like being pranked. I'm a bit of a killjoy about the whole pranking well, look, thing. Our next guest was something of a prankster. Okay. Uh, as good a, as good a, luck to him. Glad as I a said child no. and a young man. And got involved in a football prank. Okay. That kind of got a bit of a life of its own. Okay. But led to some interesting... And, yeah, sure. And I, I meant, you know, someone some ended up with an egg on their head or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. There's different levels, obviously. Kieran Morris, uh, writer and journalist, is behind the story. A really interesting piece he wrote in The Guardian. They're a long read. Good afternoon, Kieran. Hi, Paul. Hi, Charlie. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, good, we're good. good. Thank you. As we said, one that that, uh, that did slightly have a life of its own. Tell us what you did around a young uh, Honduran uh, footballer. So, me and my best friend, when we were 16, sat in his uh, house in West Derby. We were watching the Olympics. Football tournament just started up. And we decided to pick uh, one player from the Honduran team who were playing Morocco that day and turn him into a star. Um, We we used to do do, uh, all these silly pranks and planting fake transfer rumors, calling up uh, hotels and all of that stuff. And we decided to give him this big, spectacular, believable kind of wonder kid profile. So we said they played for, he'd had trials at Tottenham, Napoli, Malaga, I think Trabzonspor was the other one, and gave him this like incredible goal record, like 18 goals, 30 assists, proved super wonder kid. And then we started ringing the papers. Uh, we picked Wigan to be his team uh, because they signed uh, Figueroa and Henry Thomas, like Honduran players. Mm. It would be natural. Mm. And then said two and a half million, he's going there. And we got it in the Times, and we thought that was like end of the prank. Oh my God, we've done it! And then <laughs> a year later, uh, someone signed him in America for a million dollars with all of our fake stats attached to the press release. Wow! And then did you start to feel at that point? What did you? Th- were you still pleased, or did you start to feel maybe a bit of responsibility for this that it had got out of hand? Well, we had a sinking feeling between us. It was a bit like when you've just broken someone's car window. Like, it was just, oh, we're going to have to probably, either we can tell him or we can run off. Mm. And for <laughs> 10 years, we ran away uh, until this year and kind of put the whole thing to bed. Yeah, because he had he went on to, uh, to have a career. I know you kind of kept in touch with what he was up to. 
but you went one step further. You felt like um, you wanted to find out more about how he'd done in the States because he had mm. a fairly short, unsuccessful spell in the States. You felt a bit guilty about it. So you headed out to Houston, didn't you, to find out what had gone wrong for him at Houston Dynamo? I did. Uh, there was very, very little I could kind of find that wasn't disappointed fans talking about him. You know, they had high hopes for him coming there and tearing up the league. And he had, I think, only like 14 appearances. Uh, I think for the first two years anyway, and it just didn't uh, didn't happen for him. And so after that, he went to Saudi Arabia, uh, and not even uh, like a you know one of the sides in Jeddah or Riyadh, but um, eastern coastal Saudi Arabia, which sounded pretty miserable from his description. And then he kind of went off the radar. And I just I've been telling this story for years and years. My poor long suffering girlfriend of nine years has heard me tell it to everybody she just <laughs> looks away in the other direction now when i start up on it um but i did start to think like i've been making so much fun out of this story I've been telling it in pubs and bars and smoking areas and i never really thought about what if i did put him on the wrong track mm. what if i had a hand in some hard times in his life what did i do and so as you said yeah i went off to houston asked around, found out where he was nowadays, and then um, went off to Costa Rica to try and find him. Yeah, because you did, you, you felt slightly better, because at Houston, they said they hadn't just looked at your, uh, mm. you doctored the wiki page. They they did their due diligence, and they looked at his record, and he'd been scouted before, so you didn't feel that bad. But as you say, you then tracked him down to Costa Rica. It's not a Rica. George Weir's cousin situation. <clears throat> no, a proper, he was a proper player. And um, Alexander Lopez is his name, we should have said, with the number 10 shirt, the Honduran Maradona. So you managed to go and meet the man himself. I did. And honestly, I didn't know if I was going to be able to catch him while I was in Costa Rica. It was a bit of a hit it and hope moment. Um, I only had his agent's number. His agent at the time wasn't getting back to me. I didn't want to fly back. I thought, ah, what's the worst that can happen? Three days in Costa Rica. <laughs> it's a nice holiday if I don't get mm. anything. But I just I sat down and just used all the numbers I could, translated as much as I could because I can't speak any Spanish, to try and get an interpreter and get to him. And then eventually I get a WhatsApp. It's him. I'm saying, okay, I'm a sports reporter. I want to speak to you. Do you have any time, any time at all? He says, 4 p.m., highest building in Costa Rica, the Hilton Hotel. Um, meet me there. And so I did. And we had a standard sports reporter interview i got all the detail he at this point had no idea what was coming what i was going to tell him and then just before he got up uh i kind of pulled the colombo on him <laughs> and said while i've got you uh can i just tell you what i did 10 years ago why i've come here and god it was scary as i was going through the story I was like, am I going to get punched in the face? Mm, it's because yeah. fine if he punches me in the face. You're in the highest building in Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he may have chosen it for the windows, of course. He that's just started true. laughing. Yeah. And oh, he did didn't he? stop. <laughs> and then that was the worrying bit. I thought he's really not stopping laughing here. Uh, but then he just sort of slashed his leg and says, oh, I would have brought you a shirt if you would have told me. And he just starts talking about how much of a good career he had and how oh. if it did have a hand in any part of his career, which he was willing to entertain, then, hey, we both both did, like, well out of it. And that was his attitude. Wow. Did you record any of this? Did you get any sound of any of this? Because this, this, for me, is a six, seven-part podcast. 
<laughs> I've got the tape, um, but yeah. you, you can hear me talking in my very, very worst Spanish and the mm. interpreter jumping in to try and help. It's, it's, I can't listen to it, but I'm sure you could. I'm sure you doesn't stop it. most podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you still keeping an eye on him finally, uh, Kieran? You keeping an eye on how he's doing? I am. Uh, he liked the piece. Uh, mm. We still WhatsApp. Just we had to WhatsApp to talk about um, like quotes and all of that. And yeah, he wants me to, if he gets a move to Europe, which is his next plan, oh. he wants me to interview him again. He said the story's not over. That's what he said as I left. And how old is he now? He has just turned 30. Right, okay. okay. It might be. I and mean, he's got hmm. a few years left in him. He's doing really well in uh, Costa Rica now. I think the, his side, Alacuilense, are up for a domestic and continental double, I think, oh, wow. um, in the way that the leagues are. like It's, it's coming to the finals of both tournaments. So it could be another uh, double winner. And this is, finally, this is all true, isn't it? It's not another prank where you've made up this plan and <laughs> none of this actually happened. Oh, no, it's all true. <laughs> oh, Great stuff. It happens, doesn't it? You hear what people, a story. You hear of people being signed off football manager and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. A, a happy ending. Cheers, yeah. Kieran. Good Cheers, to talk Karen. to you. Thanks for telling us your story. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. Take care. That full piece is uh, is on the Guardian where he fleshes it out even more. Um, uh, Honduras, uh, obviously uh, a fine uh, nation. Yes. Um, Alan Brazil pronounced it once on uh, Talk Sport. Okay. I, I believe we can we can bring that pronunciation to you. Okay. Oh, no. no, maybe we can't. Or not possibly not. Maybe what did he we'll, say, we'll just keep you hanging on. Do your best I impression. Can, I come. I, I think it's best that we bring we bring Alan. Okay, to we'll do get that into it. Very rather, good. Rather than us, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now, we mentioned Leeds because our next guest is Leeds United fan, comedian, and poet Rob Orton. Good afternoon, Rob. Hey, Rob. Hi, chaps. You're right. Yeah, yeah we're good. not too bad. Um, a, a creditable performance against Arsenal the other day. But uh, you, you were done for not taking your chances, really. You could have come away with a draw even better. Yeah, I think um, maybe you can you explain it to me? How uh, When I've watched football in the past, someone gets a yellow card for doing uh, something wrong, right? And mm -hmm. then there's some sort of free kick. Or So if, someone, if someone's given a yellow card, how come we, Leeds weren't given a penalty? Do you know? Um, well, the, the first foul was by Bamford. I think that's the feeling. He's kicked out. He's retaliated. Oh, but right, the first okay. foul was by Bamford, who for some reason just sort of barged into Gabriel, which was a bit of an odd thing to do. Um, uh, and it looked like he'd nearly got away with it if it wasn't for that pesky <laughs> VAR. To paraphrase well, Scooby, what, what do you are you uh, are you are you guys on board with VAR? I mean, oh. it wasn't televised, was it? The least match, but I was watching the Man City match and. I've got Foden in my FPL team and um, Haaland as well. And um, I was buzzing when he scored that, but then it got ruled out, didn't it? But I don't know. I I, I used to love it when the ball hit the back of the net and you kind of knew where you stood with mm -hmm, it. Yeah. And, and it was a goal. And even, I, if, I, even if it wasn't a goal, you'd see that linesman flag very quickly or you'd hear the yeah. referee's whistle. I mean, I, I mean you could yeah. react honestly, couldn't you? You can't react honestly yeah. anymore because you're... Constant. Well, you can, you can in every other it's division. One of the saddest the ones was, I mean, the Skamaka one the other day for West Ham, where 
He either thought he'd handballed it or he was offside, one or the other. And he he didn't even attempt to celebrate. No. He just stood there and almost the teammates sort of came to him, but they backed off because they, they obviously thought, well, you either feel you're guilty or you're expecting this to be chalked off. So the guy just stood there for a couple of minutes looking slightly lost yeah. until he realised his goal stood. It's wor- worse for yeah. the fan experience, Rob. Yeah, we see players yeah. having, getting booked for taking their shirts off for goals that never were like Richarlison did. So, yes, a lot of pitfalls with it, definitely. Yeah. I don't know, really. I don't know the way forward with it. Hopefully they can kind of reach a middle ground with it. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm of the firm belief that Leeds will uh, hit their stride soon. I hope so, anyway. Yeah. And Jesse Marsh still popular with the fans because he had a sort of good end to the season and then starts being okay. Has mm. he, he sort of got his way in there yet? I think... I don't know. I think it's kind of split, but I, I mean, I just, I, I love hearing football, all football managers talk on, um, after games. I think there's a real skill and the language that they use is really important. And mm. I think that he's, he's doing as good, good a job as he, as he can. And I think that the, um, players that he's brought in are, are all doing really well. I, I don't know. I mean, is, is Steven Gerrard being sacked then? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no still very no much. Bre- in a, no breaking news still as very yet, much Rob. in a job oh, at, yeah, at yeah. the moment. There's been a few, <laughs> been a few rumours. So you're, you're, you've got some gigs coming up, Rob. Yeah, yeah, loads of gigs. I'm, um, I'm going on tour this weekend. I'm going to be in Southend, Peterborough. Then I'm doing my first ever gig in Liverpool Ooh. at the Royal Court Studio. Oh, and, nice. um, Looking forward to going up there, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, nice, so people nice can check venue. all the dates out uh, online. Yeah, um, roborton.co.uk. Yeah. And is, are you, are you, do you, you mix the poems in with your stand-up, don't you, Rob? Yeah, it's a bit of everything, really. I mean, basically, I've been doing these shows that are all on specific themes. I went up to Edinburgh for the first time in 2012 and did a show all about the colour yellow yeah. to um, mix reviews. But... Um, I gave it my best and I didn't get deterred. I went up the next year and did a show all about the sky and called it the sky show. And this show is all about crowds and uh, it's called the crowd show. And um, it's, uh, I did it up. I think the last time I came on the show was just Mm. before Edinburgh. And um, so I went up to the Edinburgh festival and did a show all about, all about crowds for a month. And um, yeah, went all right. Deborah Meadon from Dragon's Den came along and enjoyed it. I think. So yes, from her. Yeah, that's a very good. She might she might invest in your act. Why don't you give her? She's 20, in. Give her twenty five percent of your act for fifty grand, Rob. Or is no, that? No, I said you can have a hundred percent of the business for zero money. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. Well, no, are, yeah, lovely. that was great. Loved it. Lovely. Deborah Meaden, fantastic little yeah, celeb yeah. in the audience. Very nice. So, um, know, talk, yeah. talking to celebrities, you're very much wearing the celebrity hat uh, yes. at the moment because we're going to play the game we call <laughs> Celebrity Combination Lock. It's Come f- with us now. First step towards Strictly, this, Rob. It certainly is. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby. And lock keeper Charlie Baker. Yes, just Hello. some of the names that have tried it so far include uh, Ground Forces Tommy Walsh, uh, Cold Feet actor and City fan Kel Spellman, Martin of Fire, rugby league legend John Richardson, uh, mm-hmm. fellow Leeds fan, zero, Corson, connect, fellow zero, zero correct numbers from John Richardson. Pub landlord Al Murray, yeah. a zero for him, and now Rob Orton steps up. Um, explain how it works, Charlie. Celebrity combination lock. So we have a, a combination lock here that is actually a, a sports lock, a key. So it is yeah. on brand yeah. we're trying to open we're desperate to play sport 
We're trying to open the, the, com- the combination lock. There's a pair of fetid trainers <laughs> in there that are... Yeah, some, yeah. some Dunlop green flash yeah, that are in, going in there mouldy that we in the need. Locker. We need some non-marking trainers to play squash yeah. in the World <laughs> Championship squash. Imagine that's where we are. And we need to open the combination lock. So far, the most anyone's got is one number in the correct yeah. place. Tommy Walsh and Kel Spellman and Martin Fire all got one number. We've got one correct number. Here's the new catchphrase I'll come up with, Paul. Don't knock the lock. Don't knock the don't lock. Knock what, the shouldn't lock. We, what shouldn't we knock? <laughs> the lock. The lock. There yeah. we are. So don't knock Feel the lock. So what we need from you, uh, what we need from you is four numbers, Rob. Four numbers. Are we giving Rob yeah. the correct number or that's in there or... Let's have a look. Now Shall I read them out? Shall I read out what's gone on so far? Yes, we'll do that. Tommy Walsh, 2946, one want... correct number, one in the correct place. Kel Spellman, 2318, one correct number, one in the correct place. Martin Afire, 2893, one correct number, not in the correct place. John Richardson, 2475, zero correct numbers. Al Murray, 1945, very on brand, zero correct <laughs> numbers. Rob Orton... Give us your numbers. Try and open that lock. Don't knock the lock. Okay. Uh, first one, uh, I'm going for zero, mm-hmm. three, three, six. Okay, let's just confirm those numbers. Um, here we go. Here we go. Three, three, six. Three, three, six. Oh, so here yeah, we go. Oh, yeah, putting them in. Charlie Baker, open the lock. Zero, three, three, six. Here we go. And this is where he, it's tug, in. he tugs on the lock. Don't knock go. the lock. Big moment. Let's tug the lock. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. Uh, Any correct numbers? Do we have the amount of... Three. The voice of the three lock. correct numbers. Wow. Come three correct... That is good. That is a good effort, Rob. But unfortunately, that's your go. You never get another go on Celebrity Con. You never get invited back. Three correct numbers. I, I can work out now from what's gone before. Two of the numbers in the combination. We're getting there, Charlie. You really are. This could be nailed. If anybody it's cared enough, they would look into it. And this could be nailed in a couple of weeks. Three wow. Did... Numbers. Eight hours I spent on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easily the best performance so far, yeah, Rob. It's, very, it's, very it's brilliant. So um, <laughs> you'll be doing the lock show next, won't you? If, you, if you, you're the man who finally cracks the code. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Look yeah, out yeah. for that one on the telly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we th- we'll get this sold, Charlie. I think so. I'm we'll just looking a, at it. I we'll think find I can, a home for it. I don't, know the, I don't know the combination. Otherwise, I'd just open it, Paul. Yeah. We wouldn't have to do the whole we charade. We wouldn't. That's right. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Myself and Andy uh, with more Premier League football being played. Five games tomorrow night. Charlie, you're back on Thursday for the see birthday you, spread. See you Thursday for the spread. Bringing it this week. Bringing it. Fantastic. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We'll catch up with you tomorrow for one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 